Hi, this is Kanika Shadagupta, founder and host of That's Total Mom Sense. I'm Stephanie Dua, president and co-founder of Homer. And this is At Home with Homer. Homer is the essential early learning program for kids aged two to eight. We have the most comprehensive app available for early learning skills that you can find on iOS or Google Play. And you can also find our really fun explore kits that help kids with their math, their reading, and social emotional learning that you can find on our website, learnwithhomer.com. On this weekly segment, we're going to cover a range of topics from raising confident readers to developing emotional intelligence. These are the skills that will carry your child through school and life and resonate most when taught at home by you, their most important teacher. So grab a notepad, your phone, or your mental notebook to remember the tips shared during the segment. And now on to At Home with Homer. Homer! So this episode is on parent burnout. Parents are juggling more than ever these days. We have such a full plate. And Stephanie, you're the mom of three beautiful daughters. And I know it's a whirlwind at home. And you're also the president and co-founder of Homer. So how do you avoid burnout? It's a great question, Kanika. And I think we all experience it, especially coming out of COVID. I think it's the burnout is even more exacerbated. I think of it in the following ways. One is we put so much energy into our children and we have so many demands on us as kind of the job to parent. I think the real question is kind of where do we spend our energy and resources best? Because that's all we have, right? We have energy and we have some resources to put to play. So I like to think about it in the following way. One is, I think it's important to think about it's the special things and not the everything. You don't have to do everything perfectly. Pick a couple of things that matter to you. If you love to cook, let that be your special thing. If you don't love to cook, it's okay to get takeout or it's okay to have a meal delivery service or it's okay to just have something super simple like sandwiches or breakfast for dinner. You don't have to have a five course meal every night and have that be perfect if that's not your thing. So I think that's a really important mindset shift, which is not everything's critical. And so how do you figure out what is special for you and your family and then discover ways to kind of get other jobs off your plate, either by doing less or by outsourcing them or finding some kind of creative hack. The second thing is self-care is childcare. And it's an important thing for us to remember. I think many moms put their self-care last. First, I have to take care of my kids. Second, I have my job. Third, I have my family or my house or my pets, you know, Mm -hmm. or my in-laws or my grandparents. But last is us, you know, and I even experienced that, you know, when I was building Homer with three kids, you know, I would go to the doctor last. I always made sure the kids went to the doctor, but I wouldn't go, you know, if I was sick. And I think it's the lesson I've learned is it's really important to model that child, that self-care behavior for your kids for two reasons. One is by taking care of yourself, you're going to have more positive energy to give to your child in that moment. You'll have a clear head. You won't be as tense. You won't be as agitated, let's say, by taking moments of self-care, whatever that means for you, a bath, a walk, whatever that means, a meditation, But the second thing is now that I have teenage girls, I realized by me saying, I want to take care of myself, they're learning that habit of self-care so that when they're stressed, taking exams or applying for college, 
they're knowing how to build boundaries and say like, I can do this much, but I also have to have some downtime. And that's a great gift we can give our kids that they don't have to do everything perfectly. And then finally, I like to say it's about the connection, not perfection. Not everything needs fixing. You have to reject parenting FOMO because it's really easy, especially with social media, to look at everything and say, everyone's doing it better than me. And you have to trust that you're the best person. And I love that's total mom sense because that's what you represent, which is like trusting your intuition, right? You, yes. you know your kids and your family's needs better than anyone out there. And so trust that intuition. And I think us constantly reminding each other to do that is very important as kind of a mindset mantra. And then the last thing I would say is screen time is a big issue in family is always screen time for kids, screen time for parents. And one of the things the experts would say It's a very simple rule, which is either be connected or disconnected. So when you're with your kids, be with your kids, put your phone away. When you need that time, that's okay too. Everyone can have their screen time, but acknowledge that you're not being connected with them in that moment. So I think it's a very simple, practical way of approaching screen time. And there's a lot of great benefits of screen time for everyone, right? So it doesn't have to be this evil piece. You know, we have a lot of, a lot of great resources and tools to use for our screen time. Absolutely. I mean, Homer being the best one. Of for course. Kids, in my of opinion. Course. But yeah, no, I think we do have to lead by example here. I've read many articles on fubbing. And if you look it up in the Urban Dictionary or what have you, it's essentially snubbing somebody with your phone. And parents tend to do that because we we turn to our phone for everything, you know, whether it's our email or social media, or we're checking our stocks or whatever it may be, we're, we're on our phones. I think this is a place where we can check ourselves because our kids see that. And then when you have older kids, they're going to do the same thing to you. And you just, you don't want to create that habit. So with screen time, um, I think it's important to set boundaries and you can allocate that for this 20 minute time block or 30 minute time block, we all get to be on our screens. Mom's going to check email. Everyone else is going to be, it's their tablets and, and can play some games on Homer and we're good. And then once it's over, we all put it away. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I have to kind of remind myself, my husband's great about this, but keeping the phone away from the bed too. First thing in the morning, it's what I check, but then, you know, I have the little one who's in the crib in our room who sees that. And I just, I wouldn't want the first thing he sees is his mom on his phone. It's, you know, you, you want them to see you engaging with them. So keeping it away and another piece of advice I had learned from Holland Haas, she was uh, a guest I've had on the show. um, And she talks about being really conscious about screen time. She says, when you have friends over, now that we are opening up and doing that, you can have a drawer where everyone puts their phone in the drawer. We're all going to engage with each other. It's not just something that you have to be mindful about uh, with your kids. But I think that's important too, is like, let's just get back to IRL, <laughs> you know, and, um, exactly. and interacting with each other. Monica, I think that's such a great point. I would add seeing kind of 
things I did when the kids were very young and now as teenagers, what were some of the bright spots? One of the things we decided to do was no phones at the table, whether we were mm. out there or whether we were eating at home for everyone, by the way, not right. just the kids. And we started that habit early on. And even when we were going out to dinner and they were toddlers, if they were making a total mess or they were fussing, we would just kind of get up and leave. And we would say like, that's not, this is not going to work right now versus giving them the phone. It was the best decision we made because as teenagers now, even if my husband gets a phone call or I get a phone call, they'll say like, no phones at the table. It's time for us to have a conversation. And so they're really practicing that belief that it's important to connect at dinner or lunch or whatever that meal is instead of actually being distracted on the phone. And so what you said is so relevant. We can make these like little short-term decisions for convenience purposes. And again, no, no one right answer, but it's important to think about, is that the kind of habit I want to build for the future? Because these do end up forming habits. Exactly. And they become whatever your family abides by. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly right. We hope you enjoyed this week's At Home with Homer segment. To download the app, visit learnwithhomer.com backslash momsense, M-O-M-S-E-N-S-E, to receive your very own 60-day free trial. Your kids are going to love playing the games, watching the visual stories, and more.